to the baseline podcast episode 27 six episode 26 accurate uh mike here um my boy d lot here as well um and we have what we like to call celebrity row this is to the baseline we have <laughs> celebrity row here like um, the lakers yeah yeah <laughs> of course of course on brand you know what i mean on brand um you know, a couple great guys, a couple friends here. Um, my boy Jake. What's going on? What's going on? My boy Trice. What's up, people? What's up? Welcome, fellas. Welcome, welcome. Yes, sir. First guest on to the baseline. Hey, glad to be here. Yep. Officially. Yep. So uh, good to have y'all. Happy that y'all are here. You know what I mean? We about to we about to have some good conversation, man. For sure. Let's do it. For sure. Uh, where you want to start, Mike? You think we should start? Uh, so currently, yeah, let's start with something current, man. I guess a good place to start since it's always ongoing every night. You know, ain't no more uh, like days they skipping. Uh, the NBA playoffs, man. The NBA playoffs. I know uh, we've been watching Mike, and I know y'all, you guys probably been watching too. So, uh, anything in particular stood out to y'all, man? Um. I firstly need to say that I feel like the NBA has gotten way too soft. So it's been kind of hard to watch for me. Just be from not not only the cause, but the players are flopping, right? I think, I think it's been a problem, but I think it's gotten even worse. And it's become a part of the game. And I, I don't understand how they're going to be able to stop it because they find them, but they got so much money, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Oh, um, how you feel about it, D-Lock? Man... It looks bad, like it does look bad, but I, I get the functionality of it. Like, if they ain't gonna give you the call, unless, like, you make an uproar about it. You're gonna sell it. Yeah, 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 and that's what's gonna get your team to win at a time like this, where it's win or go home. That's gross. Yeah, it, it's, it's gross looking, it's, but yeah, it work. Yeah, it's a part of the game, but it has gotten better than previous years. Like, they stopped a lot of those, like, pump fake, jump into the person. Okay. That's uh, good point. Uh, yeah, all of those calls, they stop, like, when, you, uh, when you're when you dribbling up and then you kind of get the contact while bringing the ball up court. The Chris Paul jump. Yeah, like, all the things. No, they ain't stopped that one yet. They, they, <laughs> they stopped a lot they, of it. They ain't stopped that one because they, they gave an offensive foul that last time. Yeah. They, for Chris Paul jumping in front of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, they, they well, ju- about, I mean, like you said, it was a part of the game, but also, like, even the thing with Curry, like, that one that that just happened like a couple like um, nights ago. Yeah. Oh. And he he flopped. Curry flopped, but he really did not get touched like at all. Like yeah. Off the uh, defensive rebound, yeah, guy yeah. came behind him, touched him a little bit, a little bit, and then he just flopped. but he, he sold it, and they they gave him that call, and that was like a big thing for that, that series. Though. That's like, a huge missed call. That was a huge missed call. I ain't gonna lie. So it, I mean, yeah. like it, he, it is getting better, but like. Some of them joints still is like, yo, that's a, that's a determining factor. You know, they replacing like the the rip through and all that and the shooting foul. It's the uh, oh, he be in my face going up, going up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. the face fouls now. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of face fouling, it's, especially on the rebound too. When they yeah. swipe up on the rebound, yeah. oh, he nicked my nose, but oh, uh, Mike Mike Tyson hit me. Yeah, yeah. 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 he bucked my head. I, mean, like, I just took a, a bug shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, I feel like I feel like the NBA playoffs. Um, it started out real. It started out real interesting, like in terms of like the competitiveness of the games. But now we we're getting into the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals, you know, and um, 
we got some we got some interesting games going on as far as blowouts and stuff like that. But um, do, we, do we have anything we want to start with with the playoffs besides the the filing? Um, that was good. I was like, we'll try to deal with that. But uh, yeah, yeah. What do we think? Because we kind of cover uh, like the team is advancing. Let's talk about some of the losers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. What does a team like like Philadelphia do when you got? James Harden, and you got this contract coming up, and Embiid, and all that. Like, what what does Philly do? Yeah, they in a, they in a tough spot, man. They in a tough spot with uh with James Harden losing. Actually, to Trice's point, or or uh, to the point we talking about the flopping, he was a guy who benefited a lot mm-hmm. from foul calls in general. Right. You know, so big part of his um, game. It's a big part of his game. So I guess how can he, you know, uh, pivot? and change his game a little bit to become the James Harden of old. But the thing is with James Harden, James Harden isn't playing bad. I think he's just a different James Harden than what we're used to. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, like he's not putting up 40 or 37 a game. Instead, he's getting like 10 assists, 22 points, which when Kyle Lowry do it is a godsend, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? In similar contracts. Kyle just caught a stray. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I, I feel like... I feel like that's what Joel and B was trying to tell us. Like, this is not the same James Harden. Even though everybody tried to, you know, make an uproar about it in the media, always trying to misconstrue what people say. But um, this is something I've just been thinking about. When I think about real good basketball, I think about the Spurs. I think about the old four Pistons. Whether they was moving the ball as efficient as the Warriors do, that don't matter. We're talking about good basketball. So you had a team that could have ran the hell out of a pick and roll with James Harden. And Joel and B, but then I don't know. At some point, they just start playing all the one-on-one basketball. Yeah. So that then brings the question: How do they implement that kind of offense? Like everybody not gonna be able to run all them screens and be as talented as Steph Curry is with moving without the ball. But I don't understand why every team won't try to do that. Like you might not be able to mimic exactly what they doing. Like did y'all see when they had grab each other arms and slung each other? Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's innovative for sure. But yeah. it's just like. I feel like every team should try to model themselves after good basketball. You know what? I think that um, to that point, I think the reason why that doesn't happen with James Harden and Embiid is because, one, they didn't have enough time to actually, uh, like it sounds simple, you just run a pick and roll, but they didn't have time to implement it, I feel like, and get that trust with each other. But also because I don't think Joel Embiid want to go and beat Clint Capella. Even though James Harden made Clint Capella to a borderline All Star, so if he does the same thing in theory, it's like do Joel Embiid want to take easy points? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I feel like at this point in Joel Embiid's career, like he came in, in in the midst of an MVP season, right? Yeah. So he was doing that with the usage rate that he had, getting the ball in those spots, and dealing with injuries, and dealing with injuries. So it's like, does he want to come in and just forty five, fifty pick and rolls? You know what I mean? Be the road man in that it, to to open up Tyrese Maxey in the weak side corner. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if that's his game at this point. But that's my question. Why not? Like why? Like yeah, I, I, every time I ask people this, they always give me some excuse about like some egotistical thing or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. talking about pure good basketball. Like when I play 2K, they're almost unbeatable <laughs> because you run a pick and roll, James. If you Drop off Jay. I mean, uh, Joel and B. He gonna hit the three. If not, you give James Harden a clear lane to the hole. It's like almost unstoppable. But in real life, they just won't do that. And then when they did do it, they was balling. Yeah. So it's like Nobody I just really don't understand. I, yeah, I think I think 
What do you, what you think, Jay? No, I, I'm, I'm, I agree with Trice. Like, if you got a system that's working, like, why would you stray from that? And, and again, like you said, when people are answering your question, it is an ego thing, like, to a certain degree. Like, you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to play that game. No you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how yeah. people be. Like, you know, and you know, that's the difference between a good basketball team and your players. Like, what they want to do. If they, if they for the team, or are they going to, you know, just take them for the team, do what's yeah. working all the way through, or are they going to be like... Like this no more. I'm about to just start shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. It's, it's, that's how it happened. It happened in pickup games. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, so of course, it's to the point of sacrificing yeah. in his career yet, or is it to the point of individualism? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. when, when when people come into the league, exactly. I feel like they have their own idea of what they want their their career to be. They might want to win one or two championships. But they also want to win one or two MVPs. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know if any of y'all seen the Kyrie. Um, the Kyrie interview with uh, I think it's I Am Athlete or something. Just about I've heard about it. I think it. I just seen it. I yeah. seen it. Though. I heard a little like, clips. He basically said during the interview, like, you know, what I mean, his his idea of what you know he wanted his career to be, along with where the organization was going, um, played a big part into him breaking up with Brian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, he. He left the Cavaliers. He mentioned that too. When people, uh, when he left the Cavaliers, everybody thought, "Oh, he broke up with Brian." No, he just left the Cavaliers. Yeah. You know. Well, he did say that he wanted to be his own man. But that's a part of it. That's that's what we're talking about. Like Ky- Kyrie won a championship, right? But that's not enough for Kyrie. Right? Can I do it on my own? Mm-hmm. You know, can I do it as the lead dog? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Kevin Durant is in, in in Golden State running the best offense you can run and one of the best defenses that that you can see. We win two straight championships and we a, a torn Achilles and a, and a torn ACL away from th- a three-peat and going for four. I'm going to go on my own now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to do it my yeah, way. It's just, it's just a matter of the person. Yeah. After a while, like after they fulfill whatever it is they want to do with the team or whatever, they're like, all right, well, let me, for lack of better terms, take on a new challenge and try to figure out if I can take my career this way. Or do this with my career, mm-hmm. so they can yeah. say like, "Well, he did that with the Warriors too." But then he was on his own and did it with this squad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, right. it's trying, to, trying to make the best career narrative yeah. you possibly can. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's 2K, but it's my player. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, which I understand. It is my player, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I can understand that when you got rings, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? After yeah. you complete the rings with somewhere, then. You know, I I wouldn't mind. Like, I wouldn't be mad at you for trying to do that. But if you ain't got no ring and then you still ain't, you still can't do your role, you know what I'm saying, yeah. as as what, what the team needs you to do all the way through to get the ring. It's like. And then you get swept. Yeah. yeah. It's like, now nah, nah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I got a question up, for man? y'all off of that, right? You mentioned the ring, Jake. Mm-hmm. I was st- I'm starting to think. This this Kevin Durant era when he left the Warriors mm-hmm. after Le, after LeBron era where he went to the Heat and all that type of stuff mm-hmm. is does the ring still mean as much as it did and do and are the are the players still chasing the ring in the same way? Because you see guys like Dame Lillard staying where they are, mm-hmm. they want a ring in a certain way. Giannis staying where he is. Like does the ring? Mean that people are going to uproot their life and then go to different things and team up. I think it's a big split right now. There's Mm -hmm. the Giannis and Dane Lewis of the world, then there's the Paul Georges and the the Kevin Durant's of the world. It's like, I want the ring 
but I want it this kind of way, or I just want the ring. ring and yeah. It, yeah, you it's know what I'm saying? It's a matter of player at that point. Right, which is the whole thing. It's a matter of player, like over yeah. team. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more into that because you got a player like Kevin Durant in mm-hmm. his prime where he could have did it with Russell Westbrook. That ring is a phenomenal ring to get. They team came together, you know, just People by thought they was. By fate, I should say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then you got that ring that's tarnished. Those two rings he got, even though he did win the finals MVP because he, he bragged about, like, yeah, I still was scoring 30 points a game. But it's like they could have did that without you. When right. J-Mon said we don't need you, they really didn't need him. <laughs> that was just so, the icing on the cake, really. Yeah. yeah. It, I think oh, it just kind of depends on, on when you, how you go about it, of course. But then what age were you at when you got that ring? Let's say Shaq won a ring when he was with the Cleveland – I mean, when he was with the Celtics. Then that's like crazy because it's like, yeah, he went to that team, but it's like, who the hell thought he would have got a ring? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. 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 It's different. It's going to be a different feel from with Kobe and the Lakers. Right. right. Exactly. So now you, it's just a matter of when and how you want to get it, basically. Yeah. I would say. There's also a threshold of like, <clears throat> You being a good enough player where it even matters still. Like, True. Blake Griffin can go get a ring now, but it don't really matter no more because yeah. you're not Blake Griffin no more. You know what I'm saying? You could have did this seven years ago, and it would have been incredible. But now you this role player. Watch, you know, you know Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's people really want to go chase their rings late, late, late in their career. And that's where you make the mistake at. Like, or yeah. well, depending on how you view it, if it's a mistake or not. Yeah. But a lot of people do do that. Um, yeah, to that point with um, players at the end of their career, um, how do y'all feel about veteran veteran players having like just spots on the end of the bench? Do y'all feel like because I'm asking because um, I look at a guy like Udonis Haslam, mm-hmm. right, for the Miami Heat, just like gate gatekeepers of culture. You know what I'm saying? Like people who you can come in and like onboard new players and say this is how we do it here in a way that a coach can't because he ain't in the trenches. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I was, I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was listening to um, Draymond, yeah, Draymond uh, on a podcast like J.J. Reddick. It's from like months ago. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how he got to Oakland, like Golden State. He had like a Jared Jack, a Carl Landry, and then the list goes on to like teach him how to be a pro. Right. I look at teams like the Detroit Pistons off the top of my head. It's like, yo, that's a team full of kindergartners in terms of like their role in the league. You know what I mean? So how y'all how do y'all feel about that? Like on one hand, it's like that spot could be reserved for somebody who could hoop. But but on the other hand, it's like that spot can be reserved for a vet that can teach teach people the ropes. I I would go I would lean more towards the side of the vet because I think that, that helps your team. You know what I'm saying? Like if the Pistons, like let's say back in 04 or whatever, when Chauncey and all of them was on the squad, I mean, they was at other teams, you know, prior, but then they came and then Tayshaun is like the new guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they, you know, formed this, you know, of course with Larry, Larry Brown too, but, like, they formed this, you know, camaraderie to where, you know, he fits in, you know, he's comfortable or whatever, and then they play, you know. That, that helps the team around too. So, I think it's very – it's real important to have like a dude that's gonna come in and be like, all right, because because that keeps yeah. like the, it keeps things going, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? For years to come, opposed to just like one year. Like if he always if you got always got a vet or somebody to show the new guys or the younger guys what it is, this is how we do it. Get in where you fit in, and then it, it's easier for the team to to elevate faster than if you just got all new guys or you just yeah. like, you don't got because like y'all all like yeah. well. I don't, yeah, yeah, just yeah. about to make something up. Like, yeah, yeah. somebody like, nah. This is how we right do here. it. This is how we do it here. Yeah, you be yeah. better here. What you, you, know, 
What do you think, D-Lash? I think from vets. Excuse me. Thank you. I even believe in it so much with the vets that if I'm even doing like a, a 2K, my GM, I'm getting me a vet at the end of my bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because... In those tough situations where everybody is bright, I ain't been here before. You gonna need that George Hill or that JJ Barea in that uh, that playoff game for five minutes, or mm-hmm. that game needed to secure your seed late in the season, or that yeah. that game where you playing the big dog and the rest of your team ain't got it that night. Like somebody mm-hmm. has been there before, know what to do, know how to play, and know how to play winning basketball. Because you don't last that long not being like. A winning player most of the you're time. You here for a reason. Yeah, you here for a reason. You know what I'm saying. And those players matter. And I would rather get that spot in that group of minutes in those situations to that 15th man than like just a G League player on a fringe or something like that. You know what I'm saying. You know it's crazy. That makes me think of uh, when I think about veteran players. I always think of a particular stretch in Game Six of 2016 NBA Finals. Where Dante no, Jones came into the game, they played all year. Yeah. Dante Jones came into uh, uh, into the game, uh, scored, and then got uh, fouled on another uh, uh, play. And he hit two free throws. And this is when Golden State was on a run toward mm-hmm. the uh, end of the first half. I, I think I said second half earlier. End of the first half of the game, mm-hmm. game six. Like you can go back and look at it for those who feel like YouTubing it. Like it was a game changer. And it's like you only know that from staying ready. Yes. Like a Jared Dudley for the Lakers. A year ago, like or two years ago, staying ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. And then the team feel comfortable too. They feel comfortable because they like, okay, he done been here before, so right. we can trust what he doing. Yeah. Like we, we, yeah, we gonna follow you. You you leading us in, in this run right here. So yeah. it just make everything comfortable. Man. You know who I feel like need needs a vet? Who? Luka Doncic. Hmm. They had Dirk and Berea. They both gone. He got gone already. He need a vet. Uh, he never got a chance to play with Dirk. He did. Yeah, he did. He did? Yeah, they had a crossover year. Dirk last year was his first year. Yeah. Oh, wow. They did. Like how he was on his way out. Yeah. Out. Like, okay. Yeah, they that's, had a crossover year. That's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. That's, so, yeah. We I mean, hopefully he torch did. Year. You know. um, reason I say that is, um, I'm not going to say he needs a bet. I'm going to say that he needs a change in his offseason regimen. Because he came in and punted on half a season and went to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> like there's a pro to that and a con to that. The pro is... He punted on half a year, went to the Western Conference. <laughs> the con is he punted on half a year right. by just coming in out of shape. So I'm gonna be watching Luca. Uh, um, that brings us to the Golden State and Dallas series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, we can talk about it as if it's over. Cause it's basically, <laughs> Cause, um, yeah. but didn't he drink beers before the last game? I mean, no, still that was, that was old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they lied. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that, was, that was that was the internet. Trying to put my hands in that but what a player though, man! Like what what a player! And I say, drop beer, still drop forty. <laughs> everybody getting to see what he can do. I had told you on previous episodes, even last year, like I can't wait till he can play like not the Clippers, so people can see yeah. what he can do. And I, he elevated his his profile this year for sure. Yeah, I can't wait till he get a, a teammate that can like actually put up twenty in a game where he has to. <laughs> I know Jalen Brunson, like Jalen Brunson. Like, oh. I feel like he's reached his Absolutely. potential. And I, and I hated on Jalen Brunson when he first got to leave. But he's doing his thing. And rather it's, I don't like the way he hoop or him as a person, even though I don't know him. <laughs> I just never really liked his style. But, like, he bought out. So, but then would you consider him a streaky, though? I would consider Jalen Brunson, like, a six-one guard that can get his shot from time to time. But if you, like, 
put a defense toward him, he gets shut down. Okay. But yeah. it's not a knock on him. Like, Jalen, that's supposed to happen. Like, you 6'1 in the league, you're not supposed to be, like, yeah. a great player that yeah. can put up 30 at it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you got to, you got to, yeah. I mean, everybody can't be Iverson, you know. What I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just not happening. There's really nobody can be Iverson. Yeah, you know, <laughs> for real, like for real. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, he's doing, like you said, the max. Like he he, he capped out, like as far as what he can do right. against or in the, in the league, like at his yeah. and everything. Everybody that's, thought Porzingis was gonna do his thing. Yeah. Anytime anybody wins the championships out of all the years. They either gonna have two superstars or three, and if you don't consider him a superstar, it's still two or three players that still brought the max, like Mr. Big Star. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Middleton, Drew Holiday. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You gonna have a top five player. Yeah. That's another thing. You probably gonna have a top five player other than like the 04 Pistons. I was about to say yeah, that. Right. The last time a top 04. five player haven't won is 04 Pistons. 2014 Spurs. Okay, okay, that makes okay. okay. Yeah, because so Kawhi wasn't top five. Probably, probably the yeah. Distance, yeah. So it was 2000, it was a 10-year gap, 2014 Spurs, 2004 Pistons. What's 11 Dirk? 11 Dirk is probably a top five At player. At that time? At that time, he's a top five player, okay. I feel like. Oh, yeah. And that's the, I feel like that's the only one that's debatable. Yeah, the rest I mean, of them is good. The rest clear, of them. Clear, 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 clear cut. Clear well, cut. it's Paul Pierce or KG at that time. KG was a top five player. KG was putting up. Twenty and ten and one defensive player of the year. Yeah, he's still with balling. Like he's the best yeah, player on defense in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like imagine Draymond, but he give you twenty and ten. That's yeah. a top five player in the league. When when Dirk Nowitzki won that ring, what was that two thousand eleven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he had who as the point guard? Jay- Jason Terry. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. A bunch Terry. of people should have lost. Was Jason Kidd on the team? Jason Kidd was on the team. But was he kind of washed Dirk, up though? Uh, he was, what I'm he asking, was like, serviceable. Yeah, he, he, he pretty straight, honestly. Yeah. Cool. So that's they what I'm did. asking. Like, did he, yeah, yeah. was it still two he or three players his, that he were? Did what he's supposed to do. I mean, they were two. They was are Vince still Carter two Hall of Famers. No, two Hall of Famers. I should say. I'm sorry. They're right. But my question is, do they? Have, did that team have two or three players that were? You know, like a Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, like no Hall of Fame, no. like like, or like they, superstar. Yeah, they didn't have two players playing at a Hall of Fame level. Okay, they had. One Two Hall of Famers. Got you. You know what I mean? Okay. But, like, they should have never won anyway. That's what makes his ring so much better, though, because he, he, he was it killing did, it. Kind of, he was about to piss me off. No, no, I'm just saying. I know, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know <laughs> you're a Brown fan. Forgive us, but, man, <laughs> that was wild. Dang. It's steam coming out of Mike's head, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for real, it's about to happen, man. I'm about to get into my rant. But, um. But no, usually you need a top five player and somebody else capable of giving you like 20. Uh, here's my point about Luka. I've been making to my dad over and over again. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, what almost, I, don't, I haven't looked at the whole thing, but I'm almost sure what playoff team has a worse roster outside of their first best player than Dallas? You know what I'm saying? What roster is worse than, than Dallas outside of In Luka. Western and Eastern? In the entire playoffs. Oh, geez. Let me look at the playoff tree. Not 9-10, not though. I get a little iffy. Not 9-10? Yeah. Um, let's see. Off the top of my head. Let, let's read them. Cause, yeah, let's read them. Uh, go through them. One in East Miami. Mm-hmm. That's Bam Adebayo. Way better than anybody on Dallas. Yeah. Boston. I don't need to be said. Jalen Brown. Yeah. The Bucks. Middleton, Drew Holiday. Pick one. Mm-hmm. The Sixers. James Harden. The Raptors. Siakam or Fred Van Fleet 
or even Scotty Barnes, I would take over uh, Jalen Brunson. I got one for you. Who? Atlanta Hawks. That's 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 iffy. Atlanta Hawks is iffy because Atlanta Hawks are filled with people that you know could or couldn't. You know what I mean? Like they're full of people with potential, but eh, ain't really like Bogdan Bogdanovich wasn't Bogdanovich in this year. What about John Collins? That's a max player. John Collins is a max player because of potential. He's not a max player in terms of what he's doing right now. I've had John Collins in today's NBA than Jalen Brunson. That's not fair, though. Like, <laughs> the reason why it's not fair is because Jalen Brunson in the playoffs played better than John Collins. Absolutely. So, like, we going – that's what I mean. Like, it's not based upon what the output is. It's based upon, oh, we see 6'9", John Collins. Look at his profile. Look at this, look at that, what he How could they be. Actually play, but if you, if you run them on the court, Jalen Brunson is outplaying John Collins. Okay. That, that might be the one. They both got to the conference finals in the last two years. Yeah. Um, in well, the Western Conference, let's go to West. Yeah, let's let's go to the West. We are gonna run through this right quick. You run through them. Yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get my phone right so I can see them. Uh, let's see. In the West, you got Phoenix. That speaks for itself. New Orleans. New Orleans has a like. Mm, New Orleans. Like you put if you put Luca on the New Orleans Pelicans, that's like damn near a championship. Yeah, like. I got. I get to play with uh, CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram. That's my running mates. Yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, Utah. Utah has a, has a better team. Bear. Yeah, that's pretty much everybody. What about the Memphis Grizzlies? The Memphis Grizzlies have a better team than uh, for sure. Than, than Dallas. Because <laughs> they yeah, depth the is just so crazy. They got yeah, all yeah. serviceable players. Yeah, yeah. 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 and it's like I like that I was word serviceable. Sick, they, they got out, yeah. Yeah, it's like their first real playoff run. Yeah, first, tough, but they'll be back. Yeah, but um, ATL is the only ones I feel like. That's a good one. Yeah, but um, but Luca is that guy, man. Luca is that guy. If he if he starts, um, you know, taking more off the ball off the ball opportunities, um, mm-hmm. getting less James Hardenish off the ball, <clears throat> um. Locking up a little bit more on defense. James Harden just called a stray, but he deserved that straight up. Yeah, <laughs> no, listen, we know James Harden don't play no defense. Like you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm talking about the all the one on one basketball. It irritates oh, my soul when he gets to doing that. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. How's that ever going to win a championship? Oh, um, even Kobe, the late great being, said that. Like, yeah, that's cool for the regular season, but they never won a championship. He did. Like but uh, shout out to Luca, man. Shout out to Luca. Bright future. Big Dodger, man. To the baseline. Uh, let's take it to uh, another sport. And I want to ask y'all how y'all feel about this. Mm-hmm. Have y'all all seen this deal that's already in place for Brady after he get done to go on Fox? I think 375 mil, 10 years. I think he deserves to be it. the announcer. Yeah, that's wild, though. That is a lot of cheese. Yeah, Trice, you say you think he deserves it. I think he deserves it because, first off, he got a personality that's funny. Even the stuff he do when they win championships, he be out there clowning. I think it's entertaining for people to see. Then we got to think about his mentality behind football. I'm not the most well-versed person in football, but I know when he get behind that mic and start calling those plays, he going to be just as good as Tony Romo. Like, yeah, they probably about to run it. They gonna run a slam right here. Right. Yeah, they gonna run. Damn, Tom Brady caught that play before it happened. Right. So I, just, I would like to see it. 
and everybody like to see a winner. So I mean, yeah, why not? I just think it's wild, and we've never seen this. Probably, I mean, I'm not like you said, well versed in hockey or you know, what I'm saying golf as much, but like. When has there ever been the undisputed best player in the sport that immediately goes to announcing the sport? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of wild. True. Like true. Michael, like Jordan, Michael Jordan, yeah, yeah or Wayne Gretzky or something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's, like, it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. So if that, you think about it. So that, that, that even like that's crazy. That proves the point even further. If Michael Jordan was to say that he wanted to announce the game after the '96 championship, everybody in the world would be like, "Please, we yeah. would love to hear yeah. your voice." So that's uh-huh. the same thing for Tom Brady. Yeah. I would say I mean, the '98 championship. Okay. Whatever, whatever he, I'm not bad, that's right. Whenever he had first announced his retirement or whenever he came back, yeah. definitely not yeah, the Wizards, Mike. The, the, the no, second no, no, retirement. Yeah, 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 we don't want to hear the Wizards, Mike. But I'm talking about the 90, yeah, the 98. Yeah. Six. But that, that's, six. that's the equivalent. Like, exactly. That's crazy. And, you know, Jordan was so huge in the 90s, it would have been, like, ridiculous. Like, of course, he would have got the same had contract. To, they would have had to pay him, you know, extra yeah, money. Like, they would have had to. I'm not gonna talk about the man's money and what he's being make, what, what he's making. I'm, I'm saying, I, I'm, I'm saying, I, I'm not gonna dispute that. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets what Tom Brady gets. Yeah, absolutely. I would also say that I don't know how many people are gonna tune in like week after week because Tom Brady's like calling the game. Like it. Ha- when is the last time? I'm forget mm-hmm. forget forget the first two weeks, right? The first two three weeks, right? Because uh-huh. it's a ten year, eleven year contract, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna see the Bengals and you know what I mean and and whoever like say it's a bad game, good team versus bad team blowout? Are you gonna tune in and say what does Tom Brady have to say about this because it's Tom Brady? <laughs> like when is it? Who's the person that you do that for? And normally it's not the people that are like the best. Like in terms of, I don't know Tom Brady if Tom Brady is going to be a better uh, uh, color commentator than Tony Romo. Yeah, that like would a basketball player come in and entertain better than Charles Barkley? Right. Would you want to see Michael Jordan or would you want to see Charles Barkley on TV? Charles you know? Barkley all day. You know he is I mean? entertaining, but we don't know what Michael Jordan right. personality is, and yeah. we don't know how Tom, how funny Tom I Brady might be. I don't want to know Michael Jordan personality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of Michael Jordan myself either. So I wasn't either. But there's, nothing, there's nothing about Michael Jordan that makes me say, yo, he seems like a cool guy and I want to get to know his personality. When I see him, I say, he's the best basketball player of all time. I never looked at Tom Brady besides him putting Chief Keith on a TikTok video and said, yo, this guy's personality is awesome. We didn't know. We didn't hear him speak for 10 years. Okay. Well, let me say this about Brady, though. Let me make this point before I on the podcast. Brady is the only football player almost that transcend football you know what i'm saying like you know football is a more covered up sport than like basketball because it's more players they wear helmets more players on the team more teams Mm -hmm. uh the playoffs not on for as long everybody like tune in for the super bowl excuse me but like brady is the one that everybody actually know like but here's where tom brady is not tom brady is not a superstar player when I mean that, all right, all right. Let me, let me, let me, uh-huh. let me go back. Everybody was puzzled. He's not. Yeah, everybody was <laughs> no, he, he about to Let me explain. <laughs> Tom Brady himself is not a superstar in terms of the way we view superstardom. He didn't even become in this conversation until, like, after the fifth ring, in my opinion, right? Before, like, do y'all remember when we was having a conversation of, is it Belichick or is it Tom Brady? That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I think of superstars, when I I think of superstars, 
Kobe Bryant is a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, even though I said I want to hear from him, is a superstar. LeBron James, superstar. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is Allen Iverson, superstar. Super, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people yeah. that changed the game. Like, people that changed the game, the game yeah. and pushed culture. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tom Brady won a lot. You know what I mean? He didn't necessarily push. Okay, he didn't push coach. He, push push he, just well, like, he just was doing it, his thing. Like, his, his story is great. That too. We talked about somebody that was counted is. out. His body, what his body yeah, frame yeah, wasn't yeah, right. He do got a good story. All those things. But then I can finish this last point too. The American Dream story. It is. But but the last point is when they did start that horrible narrative. Was it him or Belichick? He proved to y'all that I can go anywhere, I'm just like LeBron James. That, that's that you call a superstar. That's not my point. He's not saying that. He's just talking about Tom Brady, the person, the man, uh-huh. being an influence on culture, period. Like, not the football player, but the right. man. I'm going to say this. I'm okay. gonna say and this, this is about right. to come off real. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to come off racist on the podcast or prejudice. But I do want to say that when has white people really had culture like not not in no disrespect but when you talk about culture like Allen Iverson he pushed culture everybody started dressing like him right mm-hmm. then they was like well you can't dress like that because whatever it yeah, might have I mean, been too urban the rules and right but what if I'm asking a question by no disrespect or ill will but what white man in any sport has pushed culture let me when tell I, you how yeah yeah, yeah say, hold on, let me, well okay there your question is almost like a rhetorical because there are a few, are a few examples. Okay. But specifically to Tom Brady, right. like I think in a similar way to LeBron, him being that old and that successful and that old is pushing culture because it's something we haven't seen before. Okay. Like somebody be yeah. that old and that good. Yeah. He's, and that, yeah. he's pushing like the physical part and how yeah. late you can play and still be good. He's pushing okay. that part of it. I think now, that's him and LeBron culture. are the same I, on that plane. Okay. Yeah. That plane. But the different, like, I don't, con- like, I don't consider that culture, but I consider that changing the game. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. what I'll say about the difference is, right, Tom Brady got, what, seven Super Bowls? Seven Super Bowls? Like seven. 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 Seven Super Bowl wins, right? Seven wins. Okay. And, and regardless of the Jordan point, right? Tom Brady is Tom Brady, not because you know anything really about Tom Brady and his greatness in terms of he had this great game here and there. He had great moments, you know, he's a clutch player, all those type of things. Tom Brady is Tom Brady because he won seven Super Bowls. To me, the Tom Brady element is not the Michael Jordan element. You know what I'm saying? It's not the LeBron James element. LeBron James won what, four championships and lost, what, five times? Something like that. It don't matter if LeBron if, if LeBron win or lose. And that's from the first championship to the seventh. I mean, uh, the first championship, NBA championship, uh, championship appearance to the seventh or eighth, right? Uh-huh. If Tom Brady got five Super Bowl wins and three Super Bowl losses, it would be different. It would be different. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of I know I'm on a hill by myself here, but me, <laughs> I, I, I know I'm on a hill by myself here. But to me, Tom Brady is just not that guy, bro. I don't know. I don't know, Mike. I don't yeah. know how Brady I mean, they, they, I mean when, yeah. when people talk about him, if you're talking about a culture sense, I mean, they, they, they associate him with winning, just like you would associate Jordan with winning, Kobe with winning, and all mm. these guys. I mean, that in that aspect, okay. winning, but not necessarily like, oh, I'm about to do. I like he, and I get what you're saying because you, 
it's nothing to like. Well, my question is this, Jake. You associate Kobe with winning. Mm-hmm. What else do you associate Kobe with? Hard work, Hard dedication. Work, yeah, yeah. Like what? the whole, it's a whole thing. You, you, asso- you associate Jordan with winning, but you also associate him with the with the low with the lower shorts, with the Jordan sneakers, with that walk, with the, with Space the swag Jam the, swag, the, all that dunks, type of stuff. Yeah. You associate Tom Brady with winning and doing it old. Doing it for a long time. What you should say. Doing it for a long time. Doing it for a long time. I mean, time. I mean and got, what and what about that? Skills. Yeah, and what about that says? I would like to hear him week in and week out be a color commentator for you know what I mean? Like it's but, entertainment. But that's the thing. It, it is entertainment, but that's that's how it works. Like people are gonna watch it just because it's just Tom Brady. Right. Like literally just only because it's Tom Brady. Will they do it in week five, week six? Now that I can't and say if they not gonna, gonna do it in week five, week six, then why are we giving him three hundred seven? I don't listen. I you earlier you said you wasn't gonna say nothing about his money. <laughs> <laughs> Something real. I mean, it is true though. Like he, they did what you say, ten or twenty years. They gave him for the contract. Ten years. I think ten that's years. a long time, bro. Like somebody you know, obviously seen enough of his personality from wherever we see him at the Super Bowl parades, and he was clowning. Instagram he got video. Drunk. or wherever. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he entertaining. Is he, going, is he showing up to the booth drunk? <laughs> I don't think I, he ain't think no he, Shannon Sharp. Has he, he ever showed up to a Super Bowl trip? No, I'm saying right. He's, he's not a straight hand. He's, he's still a professional. He's still a professional. No, no, no I'm, I'm saying I'm as saying. far as like I'm sorry, personality. Like Shannon Sharp got his personality, but he he's always been like that, even on the field. Okay, that's how Shannon Sharp. And that's, acted. Ray Lewis had a run. Exactly. And Ray Lewis being Ray Lewis, we ain't heard nothing from Tom Brady. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he got and he got that contract. Uh, saying that he's going to be successful with color commentary. All I'm saying is, we don't know. I think we have no idea. I think now you said we don't know. Earlier you were saying that it sounded like you almost felt like he didn't necessarily deserve it. So what are you saying? I'm saying that I'm saying that he deserves it because his name brings a certain price tag with it. And I didn't want to get into the price tag, right? Because this is way above my pay grade. You know what I mean? But his name does bring a certain cachet but in price tag with it. All I'm saying is, just like the John Collins, Jalen Brunson conversation. Mm. Eventually, you gotta go out there and hoop. And when you put, <laughs> and when you put Tom Brady yeah. next to Tony Romo, just like if you put Jordan next to Charles Barkley, it's gonna be a difference. It don't matter how many players we see become coaches and can't coach. Mm. Yeah. That's a great point. Or GM. But I think yeah, I mean? so. I think my final say is. Whoever feels that he don't deserve it or won't do well are probably going to eat those words. I mean, we will see. And we'll I, see. I, I'm going to love to go back and listen to this podcast and be able to say I was right. <laughs> you yeah. said you put a TB12 method to the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll find me. I'm the And he probably <laughs> will call Michael Strahan and ask him about his speech codes because I think he had a speech impediment. Uh, Michael Strahan did. And so, I feel like a lot of those guys did right. invest in, like, you know, and I'm sure. Like, I'm sure yeah. he's going to do that. I'm sure he will. I mean, you better get a personality coach, uh-huh. get some jokes or something. Who <laughs> did he just come in like lively? Like I think so. Like, I think. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, and we don't know, but what right. he did just come in, like, yeah, real lively. Like, what? Like this time, Brady? He must. He's gonna be talking about players he played against last year. And I don't think he's gonna be as entertaining as Patrick Beverly has been, but I think he can be close. 
Cause I think Pat got a, I think Pat got. I just feel like just because he really been in, like you said earlier, he been in the trenches. He played against these guys. He talked crazy about Chris Paul. Chris Paul has lit him up before, but at the same time, he made valid points. Question for you: mm-hmm. We can get off of. You rather hear uh, commentary from Chris Paul or Patrick Beverly? Pat Beverly for sure. Okay. <laughs> By all means, I would rather hear Patrick Beverly. Every yeah. time with you. Yeah. All right. Because uh, the X's and O's part is easier to learn. You are learning personality. <laughs> what did you say? The X's and O's is easier to learn than the personality. That's a point. Yeah. You know, they both know X's and O's. We can't yeah, teach Chris Paul how to be entertaining. Right. Yeah. That's true. To back Chris Paul up, all we heard was the State Farm, and that's scripted. So we don't know what his personality is really like. Yeah. But we saw Patrick Beverly on TV, and he was funny. Unscripted. That's great. <laughs> Just like Michael Jordan ain't not a good actor. Look, they put him in everything because he Michael Jordan. They gonna put him in a commercial. They gonna put him in a McDonald's. They gonna put him in a spaceship. Just because he a winner. Space Jam was Oscar worthy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I, I personally love the movie. But you know, good. I didn't know we was gonna go down that hole with Brady. But yeah, but, no, 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 that's, that's cool. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. Just throw it out there. Yeah. Baseline. We want to make sure while we're here, we definitely give you fellas time and space to uh, talk about uh, why y'all show to the podcast. It's cool we came to kick it about uh, sports and music, but also got some interesting things going on, huh, fellas? Okay, so we are here, me and Trice is here uh, to talk a little bit about um, NFTs and like the crypto space. And basically, an NFT it stands for. Um, non-fungible token which basically is like a digital asset so like let's say how people uh, you know physically buy artwork and you know just collect it or whatever right, same right. thing with the nft you would do except it's digital so like you have it but it's in a blockchain or it's like digital so you can hold on to them you can sell them um for more than you bought it for or whatever and then anything could be an nft like Right now, we doing artwork, but uh, it could be music, it could be a song, it could be a poem, it could be like a, a, a voice clip. Anything could be an NFT these days. So um, we just thought about breaking into the space, and uh, we came up with you know a good idea. So yeah, man. Uh, tell us a little bit. Well, first of all, should we might need to make this podcast? Oh, NFT the podcast. TTV. It's a space for everybody. Um, And I think I should say here first, we will be doing um, a thing called Where's Lenny? Uh, It's a billboard posted near Woodward. So if people want to go down there and take a picture next to it, and then hashtag Where's Lenny and tag the um, Instagram or Twitter, which is Lenny the Lion Official 1 on Instagram. And... It's the same thing on the on, on Okay, on both. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Lenny the Lion official one. Yes. Instagram yes. and Twitter. Yes. Uh, so you mentioned Lenny the Lion. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about Lenny the Lion? How how'd that come about? What is Lenny the Lion? You know, and, and, and tell us a little bit what's more his about get down? that. So yeah. Lenny what's the Lion. So with Lenny, his, his get down is basically <laughs> like he's supposed to be like your quintessential like Detroit person or Detroit guy. Um, he got the buffs on. For those of y'all who don't know buffs. They, they're Cartier glasses, and um, you know that's like a Detroit thing. Like we we rock those. So 
Um, he he out there myself. He, yeah, exactly. I see it. I peep. Yeah. But um, but no. Um, <clears throat> so he he asks, you know, glasses a lion, of course, and then he has like a nice little fit. You know, he looks real cool, like just a cool lion or whatever. And um, we kind of we had to vote on the animal, so we thought about. I forgot what was we we just throwing out ideas. Like, <laughs> I mean, all types of animals, like bears and whatever. We like, nah, we gonna we gonna. We had a penguin in there at one point, right? So we voted, like all of this stuff we voted on, and then we came to a conclusion, like, all right, this gonna be the lion, and this is what he gonna look like, and like I had to, based on what the group was saying, like I, I put it all together and just like drew out Lenny the Lion and then I showed it to them. They like, oh that's cold. You know, add this, add that. And then once we, you know, went through a couple of revisions, then that's how I came and I colored it and everything. And so the group liked it and then that's how we came up with it. So with the Lenny the Lion, they'll be able to uh see Lenny out in the billboard or yep. uh throughout social media yep. and they could actually go and like uh purchase shares in the blockchain. I'm not sure how that works, but they can go and uh how can people support, I should say? So yeah. basically, we have, a, um, we, we put like a QR code to take you directly to the NFT, like on the billboard. So like you can literally put your phone up there and then go straight to it. And then it'll take you right there. And um, what we want to do is, <laughs> what we did was, we was like, okay, first of all, NFT is selling for like millions of dollars, by the way. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's stuff that you wouldn't believe. Like you'll look at it and be like, how is this set up for seven million? Like we, we, we did some research or whatever. We was looking at different stuff, mm -hmm. and I mean it's going. So what we did was, since we you know trying to break into the NFT space for real, for real, we just started with a bid. So the bid starts at fifty dollars, and then you could go on there. If for those of y'all who don't know, um, in order to like buy and purchase NFTs or just any type of like crypto, you are gonna need like a crypto wallet. It's easy. You could just download, you know. Uh, any of the Coinbase wallet right. or whatever, whatever. Right, right. And then put like regular money in there, and then they'll transfer it to cryptocurrency, and that's how you buy NFTs. So that's pretty dope. It's man. cool, man. It's, hard, it's man. cool. So yeah. you know, this is just the first step. I mean, we do plan on like uh, you know putting it on clothes and stuff, or like you know having kind of some appearance. We we've been talking about it, but uh, we think it's something like it's something good for the city. This is like. As far as we know, like the first time there's ever been like a billboard for an NFT period, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I mean, we was just looking, we we was just like thinking about ideas to really get stand the marketing out. out there, stand out, make people wonder like, well, what is this? What does the billboard mean or whatever? So like that's why he was saying like the whole where's Lenny thing, where people go up to the billboard, take a picture, and like we'll put it on the page just to show like mm -hmm. get people. Get it buzzing, basically, to, yeah, get to know like what it was, what's it all about. Yeah, where's so, where's the billboard at? It's on uh, Woodward and for all Burroughs. my people in all my yes. people in, uh, in Detroit area. In the Detroit area, Detroit. so it's by Wayne State. It's off of Woodward and Burroughs, I believe. So that's like I think that's like right, kind of going past. But I know you can still see like the you know Wayne State got the flags and everything. So it's like it's still in the area, and uh, you'll be able to see it. And if you want to check, just to go look at it on the site. Like I said, the QR code to take you right there. You'll be able to see it. So I can remember working at my uh, older job. Like QR codes becoming the thing. Yeah. And like, yeah. What nobody messing with it like that. I'm like, this make a lot of sense. Like, why are we not? But yeah. it's like when they had the QR code for the uh, Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, was that Coinbase? It was some kind of a uh, crypto. Yeah. Some type you of got crypto. Like a, you got a free. 
you got like a free unit of it if you yeah. just follow the QR code. Right, right. Yeah, that's it's crazy how like QR codes really took off. Like restaurants, they don't even be having menus no more. Right, like, you'd right. be like, where's the menu? Oh, go to yep. the table, be like, oh, you know. People uh, handing out QR codes on their business cards. Cars, everything. Yeah, Everybody. everything's getting uh, more digital, digital based. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, I know you mentioned there's a group of guys, so it's more than just you two. You want to get those? Oh my guys, a shout yeah, out, shout man. out, shout out to John, shout out to Josh, <laughs> Ree, yeah, Trey, you know what I'm saying? So the gang, you know, Trice and the gang, man. Everybody had a say in it, man. Yeah. It really, really big came piece up of like Mike's wedding party. I think we should shout that out. <laughs> right, <everybody. laughs> everybody, 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 all the groomsmen in the way. basically, but, uh, basically. So you know, it's it's all good, man. We just. It's it's good that we were able to like really make this thing work. Like at first we was just talk, it was just all talk. You know what I'm saying? And we was like, okay, well, what does it look like? We, right? What is it looking like? Like we gonna put up the money for this or whatever? And then once that, once we start putting up the money, it was like everybody was all in. And like, all right, well, we assign each person to do like a little bit of something. Uh -huh. like somebody may research, you know, the NFTs, what's going on. Somebody might do like read he. Uh, you know, find out about the billboards, how much they were, you know, what, how to, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right. everybody, everybody yeah. really had a, had a part in it and then came through, you know what I'm saying? And so now so we're here now. now. Yeah. We are. We're yeah. on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a real thing now. So, sure. so you know. yeah, man, it's beautiful to see, man. Y'all make sure y'all go out and support the guys, man. Uh, make sure y'all look out for the billboard. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Take a picture with that. Yeah, take a picture, scan that QR code, all that, man. Uh -huh. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, represent for the city, man. Something positive, something that we can, you know, get behind and, you know, make it make it work, man. Yeah, That's man. Yeah, we yeah. need more, more of us in this space. You know what I mean? <laughs> getting that crypto, getting that, you know what I mean? Right, let's go. Uh, all that. Detroit FT, man. Yeah, for real, for real. DFT, right. you know what I'm saying? For real. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's dope. To the baseline! So, Mike, uh, the, the team of our affection is in need of a head coach. Yeah, man. Uh, apparently, LeBron James can't play and coach at the same time, so he can't build Russell. Okay, he can't build Russell, so we need somebody to be head of the snake, if you will. Um, but no, in all seriousness, the Lakers um, need somebody in that head spot. There are talks of um, Mark Jackson, been talks of Darvin Ham, uh, been talks of Terry Stotts. Um, who else? That's the three they've been named as finalists, but I, that don't mean that was the only three. But it's toss at Doc Rivers too if he gets out of Philly. Wow. Like I think I actually think oh, that yeah. the Lakers, if Doc, if something happens with Doc Rivers, they're going straight to the name. They're going straight to Doc. Yeah. The Lakers are going straight. To I'm the not name. even mad at Doc Rivers. Honestly, I, I am. <laughs> Why is that? I, I just it, it's too much. It, it's too much in terms of um, narrative. Not that I care a lot about it, but it's like, yo, it's so Lakers to just go and get Doc Rivers from Philly and then bring in the name that you know. And it, it seems, I would love the Lakers to be ran like an organization, um, like uh, Masai Ujiri used to run like the Nuggets and the Raptors, where it's like, you find a Nick Nurse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's not going to happen oh, with them. The, the Lakers is like yeah. too much of a... Uh, traditional. Traditional and yeah. too much of like... 
a staple yeah, for like showtime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> showtime. yeah. They think they somebody, which yeah. they are, I guess. But yeah, they, they, they are. They are. Somebody, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But um, but no, like it's. I just don't see moves being made. They're, they're talking about Kurt Rambis being in the meetings. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, what do y'all think, man? What do y'all think about just the state of Lakers in general and the head coaching search? You know what I mean? Is Mark Jackson going to be a, a good fit? Like, who you think um, would be a good fit for the Lakers? I think that, you know, it's going to be based on who LeBron James can get along with. I think that they should make it Mark Jackson because you see what he did in Golden State. But then somehow he got pushed out and then they had um, Steve Kerr come in and do his thing, which is fine. But if Mark Jackson can, can kind of build that same, I think – if you just do a little bit, then you got LeBron James that's still able to score 40 whenever you want. That would probably take the Lakers over the top. Oh, yeah, you're making a point. I can't even argue with that. Again, like, go ahead. Allow me to argue with There we go. I can't argue with that. Time for some potting. So, Mark Jackson, and I'm glad you brought up the Golden State thing, too, because I had this argument all the time with my brother. He argued with my family about sports a lot, basically. But uh, he think that Mark Jackson basically got like the, uh, if you're familiar, like the uh, the Tony Dungy treatment, where like 20 years ago, Tony Dungy had the Raiders, he lost the job, and then John Gruden came the next year, won the Super Bowl with that team. Rick, Rick Carlisle's treatment as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Larry, Larry Brown. Brown and the Pistons, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, damn, I forgot Rick Carlisle goes to the Pistons. But yeah, anyway, so... I think that Steve Kerr is way more responsible for the Golden State being what they are than he even get credit for. Because he basically had the same team. Clay was there. Draymond was there. Steph was there. I got to the playoffs, but y'all wasn't this juggernaut. Like you were saying about the beautiful basketball, the offense that they run. That's a Steve Kerr-led kind of thing. Steph Curry wasn't an MVP candidate. He wasn't putting up 30 a game. Steve Kerr won the greatest shooting to ever do it. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole system that he put in place that took that team that year, probably would have already been good, have been a perennial playoff team, but he took it to the next level by implementing stuff that, you know what I'm saying, came from his brain, I feel like, and mm-hmm. made Steph Curry into this Hall of Fame player. I mean, Steph is great in his own right, but mm-hmm. the system helps out because – Curry play off the ball unlike other superstars do. Curry yeah, coming off screen and everything. His, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Players, uh, it looked different. Strengths, yeah. Yeah, it looked different. Yeah. And he know how to put people in position. I yeah. think that's a lot of Steve Curry credit that he don't even get as much as he could deserve at some time. You know what I'm saying? I've had such a journey with the Golden State Warriors, D-Lot. <laughs> like, I'm I'm ready to I'm re- I'm ready to make an amendment to my heart and soul of the Golden State Warriors comment. Okay. I've been saying for the better part of 10 years, almost, that the Golden State Warriors are Steph Curry and Draymond Green. I'm now saying that the Golden State Warriors are Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Steve Kerr. Mm. It's, time to, it's time to give Steve Kerr his flowers. I think Mark Jackson came in and laid the, the blueprint in terms mm. of mentally how to approach the game, how to believe in yourself, and, and he... Took Steph Curry and Klay Thompson because none of those are like top five picks, right? And Draymond Green, mm-hmm. second round pick, and instilled the confidence in them to be the best that they can be in their roles, right? But in terms of the X's and O's, Steve Kerr is on another level. Yeah. Steve Kerr came in and shifted that defense from, I mean, uh, shifted the opposing defense from left to right on those Draymond, like, like 
you know how much courage it takes for a coach to come in and tell uh, Stephen Curry to dribble the ball less? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give like, look up. at the offense. Steph Curry, like, they got anybody bringing the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Looney at the top of the key. Uh, the top, the top. <laughs> oh, anybody, yeah. you know what I mean? That is yeah. true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the, the system. Whole team, real, real true, uh, a right. real system. And Mark Jackson did have a system, really. I felt like it was exploit, mix, uh, get mismatches. I feel like Mark, Jack, Mark, Mark Jackson didn't have a real system. It was uh, get mixed matches, mixed matches, and exploit them. Yep. And that's any coach in the league. You know what I'm saying? But Steve Kerr is a different beast with that, man. So I agree with your point, man. But um, who's going to be Steve Kerr for the Lakers, man? <laughs> it's like, we need a Steve know. Kerr. I think, yeah, I, do. I think that with the success we see with like uh the Pelicans with Detroit song, you know what I'm saying? Willie Green. Cooley High School, West Side. <laughs> New coach, uh Ime Udoka with Boston. I think the time is now for something fresh. I know it's a big jump in a big move with somebody like the Lakers to not go to the established name and take a chance like that. But I'm with Darvin Ham because we see his working in other places. Uh everybody around the league seem to respect him. You know what I'm saying? Seem to think that he should have been got an opportunity. And he from Saginaw, man. So, you know. <laughs> Sag- yes, do that yeah. in. Do that in. Okay. Yeah. Give him a shot. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, Darvin Ham, that's an interesting name. I actually went to a basketball camp. I got a picture of me uh, uh, laying the ball up on Darko Milicic. But the other person in that camp was Darvin Ham. Mm. That's just an aside. I'll never get a chance to talk <laughs> about this camp. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. Might as well. This is the perfect time. Right? But, um, but, no. Uh, Whoever the coach is, whether it be Darvinham, Terry Stotts, um, two questions: uh, one that they can answer, and the one that they one that they can't. Right? Okay. Question number one: How will you integrate Russell Westbrook into the offense? Because I feel like Russell Westbrook might be on the team next year. I think we should prepare for that. I think we should, it's getting to the point <laughs> where we should prepare for that, right? Yeah, and the it. second one is um, something that's not on their plate, but they'll be affected by. None of this is going to matter if LeBron James and Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Yeah. That was the big cuz I don't believe Frank Vogel should have been should have been fired like based, you know, like he same. He, he he had to get fired because somebody has to fall on the sword for that. That's a terrible year. But he had like he had very little to work with because LeBron James is 37 and plays 50 games a year and Anthony Davis is 27. And plays fifty games, oh, 30 games, thirty games a year. a year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like until they can rectify that situation, it don't matter who the coach is. You're probably right because that's the yeah, health is the thing can't nobody control. <laughs> Definitely picking that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Oh no, don't worry. all the time. Yeah, we, we cut it. We cut a lot. Like we, we don't cut a, a whole lot. We uh, cut enough. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Hey, just start it over. Not start it over. Can we get some tissue while we? Since we got a break, thank God. Dang. Oh man. No, uh, yeah, we probably 
We got another topic after this. This is Nick Saban thing. Oh, but, Nick Saban. Cool. And I'm gonna brief me on Nick Saban because I. That's the uh, coach. Oh, the one that said something racist about the players. No. Okay. Um, he said that. Uh, this can be all sports, by the way. I feel like. What you mean? Cause we talking about. All oh, we actually. Dang, we probably should do that one instead. Or do you want to do all sports? We can do all sports. Because it's like, I feel like it'll be a change of pace to turn into music. You know what I mean? Like, we did seven sports topics and then, like, one at the end. It seemed like we're going to throw it at the end. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But, yeah. yeah we got this one. And if we want to do a Nick Saban, we can. It's up to you, bro. Cause I'm not, I'm like, I'm up on it, but I'm not up on it how I'm normally up on stuff. Honestly, me the same way. So maybe we shouldn't do it. So yeah, right. I don't want to come up right. right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on, right? Bro. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Lakers, want to keep it at Lakers or go to something else? I mean, not keep it at Lakers, but we talk about Lakers. But after this. I feel like the Lakers thing was almost over with, honestly, because we had talked about okay, pretty much everything. I mean, we, we ain't wrap it up, like, we because it's still, yeah, like, yeah. in the middle of a sentence kind of thing, but. Yeah. I got something y'all want to talk about? Um, we cannot talk about music, but since we did all sports this time, it'd be um, weird. I mean, if you want, I mean, it's up to y'all. Like, oh, yeah, because I know you did ask us to keep in mind the uh, two artists or whatever. Yeah. We, like. can we can do it. We can do it. Yeah, we can do that real quick. Yeah, yeah we can do it. Okay. It was two or that's one. That's one. Okay. Oh, before we do that, let's make our Lakers predictions for the head coach. Okay. okay. Bet. That'll make it fun. Bet, bet, bet. All right, I'll count you in. All right, four, three, two, one. So, in the end, who do you think the Lakers going to end up hiring? Um, I think they're going to end up hiring Darvin Ham, but I'll give a caveat. I feel like they gonna hire Doc Rivers. I just can't say that right now. <laughs> but they gonna hire Darvin Doc Rivers Ham. <laughs> yeah, Fair was, enough. Yeah, that was gonna be my my guess too. Which one? Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham. I'm hoping Mark Jackson. So we'll see. Hey, what? Hey, what? Vince McMahon say? No chance. <laughs> no, no Mark. <laughs> Do, cool. do we know that Doc is out of there? Have they announced that? This that Sixers? No, he ain't out of there, but he, he might he probably gonna be out of there. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like that sword, yeah, yeah, it's crazy what can happen when the Lakers want you. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Oh, a person we didn't bring up, and I kinda like um my man from Villanova just retired. Jay Wright. Jay Wright. Coach. Yeah, man. I, I wanna see what that's like. Cause I like what he does with his players. All his players are smart. Mm. They all play well together. Like none of his players are like Low basketball IQ, you know what I'm saying? They all. Who we talking about? Josh Hart? No, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying we got one guy on the team that he gonna have to do some work with. Oh yeah, it might be exactly what he need, but I mean he's 38 now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that boy went not out LeBron, but what's yeah, he gonna have to? Uh, he gonna have to draw some new stripes on him. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Darvin Ham too, though. Darvin Ham. Yeah, we got Darvin Ham, Mark Jackson. I think Mark Jackson would be a good uh, pick, but I just don't. It, Bro, it's some politics 
that going along with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if they gonna, if they didn't do that for Jason Kidd, I don't know if they'll do it for Mark Jackson, even though it's totally different situation. True. But still some off the court stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, Trice. I'm with you. Watch, they finna go with Terry Stotts. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said <it. laughs> Right. <laughs> Why nobody they gonna feel handy. <laughs> Elevate him up. <laughs> Elevate him up. <laughs> feel handy a beast, too. To the baseline. All right, man. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, wanted to hit on music for a hot second at least. Um, I wanted to ask y'all two, Jake and Trice, um, give me an artist that y'all like that y'all think is, I want to say underrated, but don't get enough attention and definitely got the skill, the talent, or whatever it may be to get more attention. So, I was thinking. Big Sean. And I just, even when Lil Wayne said it, like, I don't know why he's not on that one song. I'm not sure what it is. I can't remember. But I know they got a song together. He basically saying, like, Big Sean should be getting way more love. And I just think he should, too. Even, even I don't even really see that support from Detroit much. And I'm not sure if they mad at him because he's not doing a lot in the city or from, from their perspective, because I know he got some things going on, some projects, but... I don't know. I just feel like Big Sean should get way more love. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a discography thing. I think, like, don't get me wrong. He got classics like mm-hmm. Dark Fantasy. I'm sure how you feel about the first two, but like, I think it's a discography thing. Like everybody else who he came out with, that's mm-hmm. like his peers, like the Drakes, Kendricks, right. Coles, all them. They got better discography almost universally anybody would say than Big Sean. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, he got the hits. Like, yeah. he got plenty of radio singles and all that. It's just he don't have the projects people can point to that people just die hard love yeah, like no. the three of them do. Yeah, like, I feel like I feel like he get a lot of love in the city. I feel like he get a lot of love in Detroit. Like, he's the, like, um, besides Lenny. <laughs> See how I did? No, besides Lenny, he is like the Detroit, like, Poster child, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think you remember that Eminem, but go ahead. No, it's not Eminem. Yeah. Like it's, it might be Eminem to the world, but like to those who like from yeah, the city, from the city, yeah, Big Sean, it's Big sure. Sean. Okay. It's still Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? But um, remember last episode when we talked about Kendrick's discography? Yeah. And I said that I uh, underrate Damn because of Pimper Butterfly. Yes. And Good Kid, Mad City. To your point. I think Big Sean is like the dam of that group. <laughs> you got Drake, you got, you, got you got Kendrick, you got Cole. Big Sean is the dam. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's still he's still an awesome artist. You know what I mean? Like one of the best in the game. It's just he came out with some killers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think he might be the dam of that group. So, yeah, so by him coming out with that group, that just kind of make him seem like yeah, yeah. So if he maybe so possibly if he came out with a different set of you know people, then he'd be like the he might be the one from that group. Yeah, yeah. Like if he came he's out with runner, yeah. with Meek Mill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Years later, later, that's, that's not even a shot. That's just, like it's Meek Kendrick. He took so many straight. Try, 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 like, try. <laughs> I love Meek Mill though. It's Meek Mill, Kendrick Lamar. Of course he's not, but that's all I'm saying. But then you gotta think about people that actually like that kind of rap. So you got people that's disrespecting his Kendrick Lamar's last project and saying it's terrible. Because not they talking don't want, to those people because they don't want to take the time to listen to it. <laughs> right? Some people like that. Yeah, you you're right. You're right. Hold on, wait a minute. So hold on, wait a minute. But uh, but no, I think he's the damn of the group. 
He's a damn way. So that's a good way to put it. Because <laughs> damn is still a good album, but it's just it's like arguably a classic. Yeah, it's just it's a classic. The other ones, yeah. it's like you gonna pick the other ones before you pick that one. So damn. What about you, Jake? All right, I got two, but I don't know if y'all know who uh, D Smoke is from. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? Sir's brother. What's yeah, show from, from the show Rhythm and Flow. Yeah, yeah. I, I never actually, listened to his music before. He actually cold. Bi- like, is he bilingual? Yeah, he bilingual one. Yeah, like the Spanish. He be speaking Spanish and he can play the piano and all that. But he cold though. Like that's the dude I put you on when we was in the car that one time. Mm-hmm. You ever heard this? And he was like, yeah. he sound like Kendrick. Yeah. Like that. Yes, that's what I said. He is nice but, though. Uh, he is nice though, but I think he he deserved more he, love. Yeah, he, he deserved more love. He get love and, and like you know. On the West Coast, because mm-hmm. he's from Inglewood or whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. He got nominated for a Grammy. I was just thinking, I was just thinking that. Did, that you said, didn't he? He got it. He got nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, because yeah. that album was cold. Like he, okay. he really got skills though. And I feel like I don't know if it's just people don't really know him like that. If you didn't watch the, the Netflix series or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, but uh, he cold though. And then the other dude, uh, my man's Ray Vaughn from TDE. Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They, oh, I'm gonna send you some stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him in. He did cold though. Yeah, he did an L.A. Leakers freestyle. Yeah, like it, it was one of them ones. Yeah, was, I'm gonna send you. He got bars yeah. okay. for sure. Like, and I and I didn't know who he was until I seen the one, the filling in the air video. Mm. And I'm like, yo, the dude got he got bars. Man, top of them got another one on the way. They okay, he got some. He got some some content like his, his <laughs> stuff. Not low. It's like real. Yeah. It's good. It's relatable. You know what I'm saying? And then he just got a he just got a good like. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They got they got yeah, some. You gotta put them on, man. They got a prospect. Yeah, for sure. They got a prospect. Fire tooler. For sure. Yeah. Uh, going back to D Smoke though, I think there's like, I want to say a stench, but there's like you came from a show or you came from reality show. Like, yeah, Cardi B beat that yeah, completely. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, and so there's Drake. Like a, yeah, and so yeah, did Drake. Even. So, but it was just so, it was such a gap in between. Like, Drake, you know, Degrassi, yeah. he was still young or whatever. Somebody yeah. beat it recently, though. You know what I'm talking about? Lotto. Big Lotto. <laughs> Similar kind of show. Yeah, yeah. Similar kind of show. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. But I don't know why he not connecting in that same way. But there yeah. is typically some kind of sigma that comes with you coming from a show. That makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Yes. Bro. Unless you like, like even with uh, Fantasia, like unless you like that, where it's like American Idol or something that like, because of course Netflix wasn't really around back then. Like if you were watching American Idol, you just everybody was watching American Idol, right? And then the people that was coming off of American Idol was blowing up like Fantasia and Ruben Stutter and, and all that Jennifer Hudson, yeah, just so Kelly Clarkson, yeah. yeah. Do you know how smart Ruben Stutter was to apologize for the whole year? One <laughs> <laughs> classic. I mean, the whole year what? The song, man. <laughs> Sorry, 2004. Sorry, 2004. He, uh, he apologized for the whole oh, year yeah, one time. Yeah. It was probably like March when he did it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Was he like, a one-hit wonder, though? It don't matter. That, yeah, hit, he that still, hit was the hit. He still getting paid for it. two songs, though? Yeah, more. He was like a couple. It wasn't just one. Hey, let's look at it. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was like yeah. at least two. I was a River Stutter fan, but I just don't know what happened to him. But no, Fantasia definitely, you know, went there. Jennifer Hudson definitely... That nice girl be well, it. was. It was. I mean, if you was on, she if nice you won American Idol. You was because like, everybody was watching. Everybody was watching. Everybody watching, was watching. That's watching. Right. That's the, and that's the difference between you know a show like American Idol or whatever. America's like, Got Talent. Flow because 
granted, a lot of people still did watch the show, but mm-hmm. it wasn't not nearly as much as American Idol. Because Clay came in second place through a stutter. He still got a... The white dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he running for office or something like that? For real? Uh, I, I think I might have heard something crazy. like that. Yeah. You got, you got Clay Aiken's running for office. Yeah, Clay Aiken is in, in politics. The boy, Clay yes. Aiken. I mean, you know, <laughs> moving around. Aiken. It's crazy how people just be moving around like Man. different things you would never think they'd be in. Like, right. Like, why don't you just... Even when they were trying to play chameleon there, he was on the sideline of that game. They like, how the hell you even get here? He's like, oh, chameleon there is getting money. Getting to it. Them tech yeah. investments, yeah, chameleon there. The tech yeah. investments, he probably I'm sure he's in there, Yeah, right, yeah. 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 Chameleon there if you listening. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come mess with Lenny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, for real. Uh, D-Lot, do you have an artist? Yeah, man, I got one. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with J.I.D. From Dreamville. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with J.I.D. I think J.I.D. is super cold. Um, That's a good pick. The way he raps is like... I don't know how you describe it. It's like... Cadence, yeah, like it's always so like bouncy and like yeah, I like that. I like jazzy that and playful, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, I think his tone is like real recognizable too, like... You know when he come on his own, like he on, he sound a certain way, mm-hmm. and he been getting. I seen him on like a pop song. Oh, he got a pop song feature. That's dope. Like I'm hoping he's starting to branch out. Branch I feel out, like yeah. Dreamville pushing Boss as the next guy, but JID yeah. the one that can like rap the best for sure. Yeah, I, That's what I, I call JID <clears throat> Kendrick Dream. I knew it was something to do with Kendrick, <laughs> <laughs> and that's no diss either. Like yeah. like. He, like Kendrick old enough to have influence, you know true, what I'm saying? True. Uh, but JID is dope. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I have two artists. And I'm gonna go two R&B artists. Okay. Um, Cause I don't think we did R&B yet. Nope. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'll do do R&B and switch it up. One is what I say every year. Queen Nigel. <laughs> I should know that one. Wow. It's in my back pocket at all Queen, times. It's in my back pocket at all times. I think okay. Queen Nigel. I don't think that she's had, like, and it's starting to happen when you see, like, the Hate Our Love, that song is gaining. That song, song got a lot of traction. Right? Got a lot of traction. I hear that joint all the time. I'll be yeah. lifting. I'm like, dog, this is the 12th yeah. time. I'm talking yeah. about this. It's not a good song either. Yeah. You think so? I like his verse, though. Bro, that, that's a good song, bro. I don't like his verse on that song. It's like a 2002 R&B. There's an art to that. dude got a nice little feel to it. But that's an art to that. But movie, I, right? I do like it's like Lil Mo was on the feature. I do. You know how fire those Lil Mo songs right. was. Right. Yeah. She do a lot of whining for me, so I don't know. But Keith Sweat did too. He sell a lot of remixes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm playing. So the BB and Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. 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 Oh. Oh. Whining. Whining. Yeah. That boy. Yeah. I'm good. I'm not. That's good. good. I'm 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 good. i am good i that she should get, you know what I mean? And that, that's like label base and all that type of stuff. You know what she signed to? I think she signed to Capital. Okay. Uh, I'll Google it later, but uh, I feel like she signed to Capital. But um, yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like it's about to happen for um, maybe this project or the next project after. She's got to start releasing music more often. Um, and the second one is uh, Seven Streeter. Seven Streeter. Mm. Seven Streeter. I feel like Seven Streeter is one of the more uh, talented R&B artists, period. Uh, the, one of the more talented writers. You see, uh, pe- she just needs a record. Like, you see the, uh, people like uh, Money Long taking off and stuff like that. 
feel like Seven Streeter could be right in that same vein. She just needs one of those ones to. Sometimes artists just need one of those ones to introduce you to the rest of their project. Yeah, I mean the rest yeah. of their discography. Like she's one of those ones. You Where know is she mean? from? Detroit? No, no, okay. she's like DC. Yeah, let me okay. let me Google it. Okay. Um, that's a question. A Seven Streeter remind me like I don't know a rapper you could compare, but like hmm, are you like Young Dro? It's like. <laughs> Everybody knows who Young Dro is, and yeah. he can always catch him at least a mini one to keep getting in rotation. Like here, here's a car ain't got no roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's a freeze me. You know what I'm saying? Like he catch or here's a who got strong. Like he just catch yeah. ones, even though he maybe his prime or whatever has already passed. But everybody knows who he is. He always just can catch one and everybody familiar enough with him where it is thick. Yeah, seven song verses he gives <sighs> seven song Thank verses he giving people problems. Yeah. Oh you know yeah. Mean? Yeah. You're having all types of problems. But um uh Seven Streeter is from Haynes City, Florida. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. Not DC. <laughs> no, he good. But um but nah um I lost my train of thought. Seven. 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 Yeah, Street. Uh, yeah, man. I feel like Seven is extremely, uh, extremely talented artist, man. And, um, you know, hope she gets her just due. Even more so than now. Oh, man. It's, it's been a blast, fellas. Definitely appreciate y'all coming on, sharing y'all opinions, as well as uh, introducing us to the great NFT things y'all doing. Look out for that billboard. So definitely appreciate y'all. For sure, man. We appreciate being on, man. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Had a blast, bro. Had a blast. Yeah, man. You know, my dogs. You know what I mean? It's good to have y'all on the podcast. Uh, thank you for coming on, man. Celebrity Row. Celebrity <laughs> Row. First, right, first, right. the first uh, seats in Celebrity Row. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Much love to y'all. And yeah, man, to the baseline. Holla. To the baseline!